All right. Hey, folks, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're at in the world. We are excited that you're here joining us today. This is Daniel Karzuski live from Salvation Baptist Discipleship Ministries with our brother Arsenio Span, who's going to deliver a fantastic, wonderful, God divine prepared message on sharing your burdens with one another. And I preached a message a couple of weeks ago at our church about sharing your burdens with one another and getting along with one person in your life, having one friend, one person that is that is has indwelled with the Holy Spirit of God, who is saved, who's baptized, who's discipled, who's walking with you in Christ that you can pray with, that you can talk with, that you can cry with, that you can share your burdens on a daily basis with, because that's what we need as Christians. We need to iron sharpen iron. That's what we need to do. We need to get whatever is secret in our life. We need to get it out. We need to confess sin. We need to not do sin. And we need to walk in holiness and purity with one another. And it's through a friend and a good godly mentor that you can have great fellowship with them and with God, and that you can grow in your walk and your faith with the Lord. So Brother Arsenio, I'll hand it back over to you. I know he's got an exciting packed uh, message. And so listen up. Here we go, brother. Hey, thanks, Brother Dan, for that intro. Listen, everybody, my name is Arsenio. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm so excited to share the love of Christ with you all. It is hard to walk the walk of faith if you are actively following Jesus Christ. Yes, that's why we have our friends, family, someone who you can go to to share your deepest, darkest desires. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17, a friend loveth at all times and a brother is born for adversity. Have you ever come to a place of difficulty where you just didn't seem to have a breakthrough or maybe you've prayed you prayed for one week, two weeks, a month, a year, years, and nothing has, ha has happened. Well, I'm here to share with you, sometimes God's waiting for you to do something, something that maybe it's in your blind spot. That's why we have our friends, friends, family, somebody who you have a direct connection, face-to-face -face communication, fellowship, talk, coffee, tea, juice, water, whatever the thing is. Take a walk in the park. Bring your Bible app. There's other ways. Thank you, Lord, for technology when we can actually have the word of God on our phone. And yes, not the crud. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so I'm going to keep it pushing here. Listen, God answered a prayer. I didn't know this, but I was in need. I was starving of face-to-face -face fellowship. I needed that. I thought I was doing everything I was supposed to do. Um, praying, uh, fasting, and so forth, and the rest, you know. I want to share lightly about some topics that maybe you should check your your fire. You should check yourself to see where you are. I want to share some things of mine. My wife, you know, love her to death. I love her, my wife, because she has been with me since the beginning. She has been with me through when things are rough, when things are hard. She didn't run away. I'm here to share with you that Jesus Christ kept us together. We have a child in womb, and so he's not in a position where he could, he's he's not going to be able to, uh, I don't know how to, I'm not a doctor, a medical doctor to say the right words, but well, I'm going to just say it. He's not in a position to be delivered naturally for a natural birth, and that leads to other complications. Well, anyway, this is a great burden to my wife and myself, where she's burdened, I'm burdened. I didn't know what to do anymore. I'm like, we know we're doing everything we're supposed to do. We're eating healthy. We're uh, stretching and all the nutrition stuff. But it, Jesus answered these prayers right away. And I didn't know it at the time. I did not know. We had a night of fellowship. I met with some friends from church. We all got together. We had some Starbucks. We had some Starbucks coffee and uh, some snacks. And we just were sharing. 
at the end of our time, we had prayer. Each one of us opened up and shared something that was on our heart, either praises or something of, uh, of need. And so it got down to me and I needed prayer for my wife, requested prayer for my wife. Well, shortly after, I believe this was a day, I believe it was a day or two. It may have been a day after, right, right after that, I get a message. He flipped. Whoa, I'm excited. And so I'm here to share with you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to, to be used for this blind, for this blind spot, for checking your spirit, my spiritual fire, checking where my areas of Maybe I just don't see, and somebody else was able to pray for me and to have my answers prayer, uh, and my prayers answered. <laughs> How is your fire? I want to ask. How is your fire? Five things in no particular order, and you can have fun with this. Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three: Seek ye first the kingdom, kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So, as you are seeking God, keep God first as your goal. Bible, prayer, fellowship worship, and church. I'm going to say these very briefly. You can go back and do a little study on your own to see where you may have some areas of uh, of blindness and have fun with it. Like I said, have fun with it. Mark it maybe 20 minutes per, per item, 20 points out of a total of 100. And where do you land? I'm going to be honest with you. My score wasn't so good as I thought it was. Bible. How's your Bible reading? Daily Bible Bible study time, um, devotionals. How much time are you honoring God? There's 24 hours a day in a day. 10% of 24 hours is two hours and 40 minutes. How much of that time are you giving to God? Are you on your phone more than you give God? How is your Bible reading? Prayer. How is your prayer life? Not just, oh, Lord, I pray for this food. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's a prayer for my kids. Honestly, come on. If you are an adult... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. If you're an adult, then that's personal, intimate time with relation time with Jesus Christ, where you're speaking to him, you're allowing him to communicate with you. And yes, if you are in your Bible, if you are actively praying and seeking him, he will talk to you every single time if you are willing, able, and allow him. You 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 have to choose. You have to choose. You can't just say, Oh God, I'm here. Tell me something. Uh it doesn't work like that, okay? It does not. Now, something may happen in the future, but as of right now, I'm just here to share with you where some of my blind spots were, and to so maybe it would bless you. Fellowship. How is your fellowship life face-to-face -face with another believer? Um, if you're a female, perhaps a female, someone who's a couple years ahead of you in the faith. If you're a male, same thing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a pastor from your church. It can be someone who you are doing the same thing together. And guess what? But you both love God. You're saved. You're baptized. You're both seeking him. You're married. Kids, listen, I know one person right now with the, with a drop of a call. If I call him, he's going to be able to take my call. If not, he lets me know. I, I can't talk right now. I I'll get you back in a few minutes or later on. It's okay. But the point is, I have someone who I can go to, even when I'm not getting fellowship here face-to-face -face with the Word of God with others. In turn, I want to go to worship life. How is your outward expression to God? Do you have love in your heart to give love to others? 
First, you must have the love of Jesus Christ in you first before you can share that with others. Are you singing songs of praise? How are you honoring God with, with your body, your temple, time, talents, resources, and treasures? Church, your church life is not just about attendance, active, consistent attendance with volunteering, servitude. How are you serving the body of Christ? How? you? Keep, it's not about being a lone wolf ranger. Yes, we can, if we're alone and God has us in a season to do things, uh, different countries and so forth, that's different. I'm talking about in your community, next to your, your place of living. How are you honoring God with your time, talents, resources? How? These are just questions to, to provoke thought. That's all. Have you joined a small group? As a Christian, there are groups that the church provides that you can attend. Now, what does the Bible say? Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Jesus said, come to me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yes, my wife's burden was instantly removed. Thank you, Lord, when I was able to have fellowship and I opened myself and allowed them to feel my burden. My burden was my wife's burden. Jesus said in John chapter 15, verse 13, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24, a man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I have tested, tried, and true this scripture right here. Every scripture is perfect. God is not a liar. He has never been a liar, ever. And so that's why I follow and serve Jesus Christ. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17, iron sharpened iron. So a man sharpen, sharpeneth the countenance of his friend, the countenance of his friend. John chapter 15, verse 13, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. That's what Jesus Christ did for you, me, and everybody living. He laid down his life. He laid the God of all universe. He laid down his life for us. He died on the cross, rose again so that we can have the free gift of eternal life. If you choose, it is a choice. Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse 10. For if they fall, the one will life, the one will lift up his fellow, his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth for he have not another to help him up. It was hard for me to say this verse because I was thinking about all the times where I stumbled and it was very hard to say this verse. Please forgive me for my words. I'm still being perfected here. I'm not some guy, oh, I know everything. No, <laughs> I do not know everything. I'm here to share with you, but, but God loves me. He loves you. Jesus Christ died for you and for me. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and mercy. Thank you. Remember to always give thanks. This is my thank you to Jesus Christ. Why? Because the story of the grateful Samaritan in Luke chapter 17, verse 17 to 19. I encourage you to read this. Luke from Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19 on your own when you have a chance. Uh Fast forward and short to catch you up a little bit. Basically, there were 10 lepers. One leper came back to be saved. And here are the words of Christ, of Jesus Christ. 
And where there are not 10, where there are not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, arise and go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. In other words, your faith in Jesus has healed you or made you well. The leper, the one of the 10 that got healed, one of them came back to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for healing me. And Jesus was saying, where's the other nine? Don't be like the other nine to not come back and say thank you. <laughs> Some people go to Jesus Christ as Santa Claus, and that's not good. I encourage you, if you've asked of God for something, to follow up and say thank you. Share it with others. Lastly, I want to close with this. Thank you all for tuning in. Get out there and have a cup of coffee, a coffee with your friend, female, male, whoever it is that's further along for some good old-fashioned Christian fellowship. Have your Bible ready to go. Have a highlighter and pen, and you get your face in the Bible there and learn something new. I love you guys. Praying for you. Dan, thank you, brother. Over to you. Amen. Praise God. That was so good, brother. I appreciate that word, man, from God. And it just spoke to me because you used so many scriptures that were so relevant to the topic at hand and to our lives and what we need to be doing. And I was just thinking about how you're talking about getting together with somebody, having coffee, going over their Bible, highlight stuff, you know, just thinking about just getting together with JB yesterday at lunch, you know, just going over some of those things right after church. And it's just that constant discipleship. I was talking to my, my other friend um, this week, too who was talking about how salvation and baptism is important. And yeah, no doubt about it. It's, you know, the first, the first and the second step, but what's more important than those two after those two is discipleship because discipleship is the long view. That's the, that's the hundred year view, because if somebody gets saved when they're five, um, then they're going to have, you know, potentially another 95 years to grow as a Christian. And so everything that brother Arsenio was talking about, definitely we need to heed that, heed that word. Uh, put that word in our heart and just hide it in there and get it out, share it with others, uh, bless other people. Um, if you, if this message has been a blessing to you, hey, share this with somebody. If, if it's been a blessing to you, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, you could donate to us, whatever the case. If you want to support the ministry that just funds like basic stuff like tracks or, you know, different mic equipment, whatever, different things like that. So anything will help us out. Um, we, we both have other jobs that already fund us completely, um, but any money that, that you give would be used for the work of the ministry and for God. And that's that's biblical. That's scriptural. That's what that's what Paul did when he was in the New Testament, going all around Asia Minor, getting money for the church at Jerusalem, the persecuted church at Jerusalem, because they were not having their needs met. And a lot of these other affluent churches in Asia Minor that he went to uh, during his missionary journeys, um, he had planted these churches and, and they were very well off, very wealthy, and they were able to give back. But anyways, maybe another lesson for another time. But Brother Arsenio, thank you. Do you have any last words? No, brother. Hey, thank you for having me. Let's do it again sometime. Amen. And uh, so praise the Lord. If you have anything for us, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we heard from somebody even this week uh, who was, uh, it sounded like it was a former uh, former sinner 
Uh, I mean, we're all sinners, but it sounded like he had some some hate in his heart and, and maybe God got that thing right through some of the things in ministry. And so no matter what your burden is, reach out to us. We will pray for you. Uh, we will love on you and we will help you in any way, shape or form that we can. All right. That's it for now. Take care and God bless. We'll see you guys later.